Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. Let's light this candle. <laughs> what candle? The open flames are bad for you. <laughs> We have a no-open-flame policy, sir. Yeah, you You're going to have to put those candles out. Which is bad here because all my appliance, all, all, my stuff, all, the, all the cooking stuff is natural gas. So, <laughs> no night open flame in the house. Hmm. And it is uh, daylight savings. Is yes. It daylight savings? Tonight. Or- yeah, tonight. Uh huh. So we lose an hour of our life. <laughs> yes, we do. An hour of your life away. That's right. That's, so, uh, yeah. Good opportunity to change filters in your heater or air conditioning unit and I, change the batteries in your smoke detector. Maintenance does that. They come by and, and do that. Oh, every that's time. nice. So, that's nice. That really is nice. Um, yeah, I've yeah, got so a filter. I've got the filters. I don't know if they change the batteries in the detectors, but still goes off so yeah, it mm-hmm. works i test them every once in a while just to make sure i'll tell you what the lithium batteries and the smoke detectors fantastic uh i actually have an app like our um our smoke detectors are connected to our smart things hub. well and a number of our Samsung, outlets especially no, in like the bathroom and the kitchen are the ones that have like the built-in uh fused like the trip on it oh yeah so if you plug yeah, yeah. it like if, if it overloads the circuit it'll turn itself off like a pop off and yeah Turn itself yeah. off. So we get that with yeah. the microwave because I have with the microwave and like my water cooler are plugged into the same thing. Mm. And I have to unplug my water cooler sometimes if I want to use like the George Foreman grill or cook something else. Oh, right, 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 right. On the wall. And when I go plug the water cooler back in, occasionally it will pop off. So the microwave goes dark. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I noticed it and figured out and I'm like, okay, so that's the button to reset that and stuff. My roommate hasn't quite figured that out because at one point, like he, so he would move and plug. He, at one point he moved the microwave over and plugged it into the outlet. That's kind of sort of over the sink. Mm. <laughs> moved the, unplugged it there and moved it so he could cook. And I'm like, dude, do you not? I'm like, oh man, he's so woefully ignorant of some of these things. I mean, I don't have the time life book series on how to, of a home repair, but, even mm. I know what some of those are because I grew up with them. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. Right. You're no Bob Avila. That's true. Not even yeah. whatever that guy is. Isn't it? The, the other guy is not Bob Avila that took over. Uh, whatever. Oh. Yeah, Steve, whatever I think his name was. Steve. Steve. I just watched Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs uh, within the last week or so. I, re- I love that movie. It's so funny. And the monkey. <laughs> Voiced by Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> mm. Steve. Uh, so I haven't funny. seen it. Oh, my goodness. Someday. That's a funny one. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. This contact represents you. My eye represents my eye. I'm going to have my eye on you. <laughs> Mr. Anyway. Love the sun. All right. Anyway. Cloud with a chance of meatballs. Good flick. Okay. Dude, how was your week? Um, it was all right. You know, yeah. I think it was it's been it's been interesting. Um I, there have been times when I was like rushed. Rushed. In an odd way. Not not oh. it wasn't too bad. It's kind of more like I had rehearsals this week and had some things, mm. but I had to kind of, because money's been tight, I've actually had to pick and choose like what I was going to drive to. Oh yeah. Uh, Cause I'm like, well, I can't afford to fill up on gas right now. So <laughs> it's like, okay, so I'm going to mm. make a choice. I'm going to go here and I'm going to skip this rehearsal and I'll go here. Cause like mm. this one, I have to, and this one I have to, this one is optional that, you know, right. Like I missed our board meeting last week and I really had wanted to attend um, after after we recorded the show last week, and how far are these it, things? Can you ride a bike? Uh, it, uh, a, I don't have a bike. Oh, I'm just. Uh, and B, it's like 15 miles. That's a good bike ride. Uh, yeah, not for me, and not in this town. That's a little mm-hmm. right. Um, I, the mm-hmm. way people drive here, like it ain't safe to be in anything short of a tank. Mm-hmm. Um, my commute to work is like, it's like watch it it's like being in the chariot race and ben-hur I, I just don't understand the madness it's crazy um 
I was just talking with somebody on Facebook about that this morning. Who <laughs> another guy I knew from LA who moved here, and they're like, "Yeah, they're all nuts." I'm like, "No, no, it's not that they're nuts. It's just that there's a few bad apples who all almost all of them seem to drive BMWs and Audis, mm-hmm. who apparently think they're Jason Statham in the Transporter. I, I just that's right. You know, that's right. Don't use their turn signals. Nope. Across like four lanes of traffic at 90 miles an hour. Yep. It's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, there's, there's, I saw that yesterday. there's people like that everywhere, but I mean, oh, yeah. for some reason in Atlanta, there seems to be a high concentration of them. Oh, fantastic. Um, and it's, yeah, it's very strange. There are a lot of luxury cars. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all the people from LA moving to Atlanta. Cars, but, well, there's that. Oh, it's not so much that because, you know, oddly enough, most of those people, live down near Fayetteville because that's where all those studios are. Like the, the mm-hmm. industry people are all moving down there. Um, I live like where I live is kind of Buckhead. It's sort of the richer section of town. Oh, okay uh, then. But no, but Mercedes, um, Mercedes North America is headquartered here. Porsche North America is headquartered here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like some high end luxury brands that are based here. So you see a lot mm-hmm. more uh, like a higher concentration of car. Oddly enough, I think BMW as well, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that because mm. I see a lot of BMWs on the road here. Um, when I'm driving to work, especially, uh, mm. but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just strange. I don't, I don't know. I I've given up trying to figure it out. I'm glad I'm in a vehicle as large as mine. <laughs> Some people kinda, oh, I know. I feel safer. Out, in I feel better. Oh yeah. Um, even still I've had people come across and, you know, miss me by inches going 65 on the interstate. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? And mm-hmm. and they wonder why now I get why people road rage so easily because I am just filled with rage every time some one of those idiots does that. I just, Oh man, I just give space, man. I don't even, I, I, I try like to, but that's the thing. Car like, lengths in front of me. But that's the thing you can't hear. There's no, there's no mercy on these roads. You cannot do that. Oh, I'm doing it because the instant you do that, like four, you, if you give three calling speaks, three cars will try to get in there. Like there's, Oh, no, I know. Like it oh, is. Oh, I know it. I know it. There's no way to do that here. You like, you mm-hmm. try to just go with the flow and I, I'll, I'll let, I look at it this way. I always, I'm always good about letting people in if they have their turn signal on. Yes, I am too. And that's it. But so few people actually use their turn signal. Those are the people I flip off constantly when they cut me, like they can zoom right. in front. I'm just like, mm. right. Well, because you know what they're used yeah. to, they're used to putting their signal on and then the person next to you going, Oh no, 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 you're not. And that happens to me a lot, not all the time, but it does actually mm-hmm. happen a lot. Right. Uh, they like, see it. Nope. And they're like, the funny thing is they'll see it. There's plenty of room in the lane. They're like mm-hmm. three car lengths behind me. I turn my blinker on to turn and they immediately start. You can see them step on the gas. I'm just like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. To get up there. Right, you did that on purpose, and then they don't exactly. look at you. Yeah, well, it's like it's like yeah, I don't know, whatever. You know, and hmm. my brother and I talked about it once, and he was just like, you know, he, and he talked. He said, you know, it's like I just, you know, I just live with it, just let it go because you're not in their heads, you don't know what their day is like. I'm like, yeah, but at some point, yeah, I think it's not that they're having a bad day; they're just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're just a selfish driver. Yeah, basically. And then I think about it, like the world would just be so much better for me if my commute had no other drivers on the road. That's it. Yeah. 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 My wife, Jennifer always says like, you know what? People drive like that. You just have to imagine them having a box of sick puppies or something. And they're racing to the vet. And I'm like, okay. No, so because we're, people, people who drive like that would not care for their dogs that way. I, right. I, so like we're driving along and there's some jerk on the road driving like a maniac. And I'm like, you know, she'll be in the car. I'm like, puppy, because they wouldn't put their puppies in that kind of danger. Like, that place. person better have a box of sick puppies in the back of their <laughs> in the back. In the seat cars they're car. driving. I'm sure they could afford a vet to come on call and exactly vet on staff. Yeah, yeah, they vet got lives with them. Call you know, doggy nine one one or whatever. You know, <laughs> doggy nine one one. What's your emergency? <laughs> I need a chew toy. I need a chew toy. Timmy fell down yeah. the well. Roar, roar. <laughs> What's that, girl? No, you, you got to call human 911 for that, Lassie. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> redial. Where's the redial? My pot, stupid pause. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's okay. You know, the funny thing was I narrow, I almost blew the movie challenge this week. Oh, I came so close. What happened was on, this was on Tuesday. I I had um I had a movie set like I downloaded something I was ready to watch it and 
but for some reason it wouldn't play on my iPad. And it's, 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 it's some, it looks like it's an issue in Amazon prime video app specifically pertaining to their original content, oh. not to other content. And I didn't oh. have anything else downloaded as a backup at the time. So I was like, okay, I had my normal stuff that I, I mean, I had enough stuff to watch anyway to get through work. And I'm like, all right, I'll watch a movie when I get home. Yes. And then I, um, I was dealing with some other quick crisis stuff after I got home. So I forgot about it. Then I had rehearsal on Tuesday night. So I get home. It's like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. And I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't watched anything. It just, just suddenly occurred to me like, ah, um, so I like pulled a documentary up and watched that. Um, when did you watch? Well, what documentary was that? Uh, it was one on the Russian Revolution, mm. aptly titled "The Russian Revolution." Oh, that's clever. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it was only like an hour, so I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna. It feel, it's it's almost a cheat for me because I don't like watching stuff that short because I don't really consider that like a feature. If it's that short, but a documentary, I'm like, okay, I will let it go. This one time is a, right. it's a lifeline. Like who wants to be a millionaire to be like, okay, I get this one out, but I gotta be more, I gotta be careful right. about it in the future. Um, so you should probably have a few of those short ones just in case, like those are your emergency. Well, typically, well, no, what oh, I've been movie, doing now is like, I have, movie, movie. well, I have stuff, um, on my Plex server. Like I have uh, a bunch of movies I haven't watched that are on my Plex server that I save in a queue. It's in a in a collection by itself. It's literally my new movie queue, like stuff I've been seeing. Right. Right. So I have a few of those synced to the iPad. I've got a couple things from Netflix and a couple things from Amazon. Like I have things, certain things synced up and saved mm-hmm. just in case as backup weapons to go. Okay, I'm going to go here and just grab something. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, but I try to schedule it out so I leave myself enough of a gap at work that I can watch something during my shift mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and still watch everything else I have saved up because i usually yeah. have daily stuff like um david lawrence our our voiceover coach or my voiceover coach mm-hmm. your friend um and voiceover coach both yeah uh, well he's been doing a challenge he's doing his own challenge this year of sure doing a daily video yes on on his youtube channel mm-hmm. they're uh, good too if you haven't watched them they're really good they're they're interesting some of it is stuff i've heard before sure but they're smart mostly I mean, like if he used to do like a daily newsletter. Oh yeah. He still sort of does, but that's what yeah. this is, is. A lot of it, a lot of these are like video versions of those daily newsletters. Yeah. They do. They're updated with new, because they're new material kind of. Right. And it's, and some of, sometimes he branches off like he did the other day, uh, yeah, talking about personal. more personal stuff, but, yeah. but that, but that benefits them. the masses, you know, but that, right. But I think, talk, I mean, and, I, it, and it's worth, um, and I, I found them valuable at times. And then I, yes. I skipped, I mean, I skip ahead in the parts that I don't worry about. You know, I just fast forward or something. If it's like, yeah, yeah I've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, just because I've studied with him long enough to go, yeah, that's he's just repeating stuff I've heard mm-hmm. a dozen times or whatever. Um, but I have other shows that I watch off of YouTube and things like that that I watch on the regular. So, uh, yeah. so I have plenty of content to to watch during my time at work mm-hmm. and things. I uh, I think some of it is I've been been rewatching the West wing as well, but I can't download that stuff. Like that's not available for download on Netflix. So I have to watch it when I'm at home and it really sucks you in. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I get home and I'm like, all right, I'll just watch one episode. Next thing you know, it's seven o'clock. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like five hours. Damn it. I know. Um, but I'm almost done. So I feel better about that. (laughs) I can just, I can take it off my plate again for another year or so. Right. Right. Um, but no, but uh, no, I've been better about structuring, just making sure like I have at least one movie saved up to take to work and be like, okay, I can watch that and we're good. So mm-hmm. back on course, we're good. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been close. Uh, I actually started working out today. Did you? Uh, I did. What yeah. What are you doing? What kind of stuff are you doing? What do you mean working I, out? Tell us. I, um, I I went to basically no I did like cardio like actually following like a the fitness program. You did. Uh yes. There is uh there's a website for those who are not aware of it. Um it's called Derby. Derby, how do you spell that? Uh well, I'll put the link in the show notes. Oh, there it is. Um yeah, it's a site and it's all free. It's all free programs. Like you're not signing up for anything, you don't have to pay anything. They're just they're 
up there. Yeah, well, well, it's a little well, weird, well. but it's it's a nonprofit group that basically created. It was like this um, this one this woman who was like a a fitness person, mm-hmm. and she started putting up these different training workouts. Mm-hmm. like themed workouts there were some that were like jedi and so you know it was like geeky work oh. superhero stretching and things like that she started doing these things and posting these like illustrated posters to go do this for your workout yeah um, at different levels and things like that now there's like whole programs and nutrition and like meal plans and all sorts of things in there um that you can that you can choose to do uh, so I've been looking at those. I'm like, Oh, great. So I've been thinking about it for a while and I'm finally like, you know what? I just need to just go. And part of that was one of the video, one of David's videos from earlier this week. Yeah. Talking about some personal stuff, but it got me, it did get me thinking about it again a little bit more. Um, I mean, I, it's always in the back of my head a little bit, but I was like, all right, well, let's try this. It's 30 days. It's light, you know, it's a very light program for beginners kind of, it's low impact, good for the joints, that kind of thing. So I can kind yeah, of just sort good. of see if good. I can build that habit. So that's in addition to in addition to the challenge I have to watch a movie every day for a year, I'm doing this for 30 days just to start and see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. So, and I may do like I did day one this morning and was like partially exhausted by the end because day one is cardio. I'm like, oh man. Mm. So, uh, but I may do it again later today. I may like do it a second time through. Great. Um, well, that's cause good. It, Cause it wasn't super like, it, like the movements are relatively easy and it wasn't super, you know, super yeah. difficult to do. Just kind of, you get to that yeah. third set and you're just like, Oh man. I know. Okay. Well, some of the, some of the best exercises that you can do are low impact, slow, like Tai Chi, for example. Right, tai right. Chi oh. is crazy slow control muscles, and when I when I first started doing Tai Chi years ago, uh, I, the first class that I took, I was like, I was just doing anything. Like it was all slow. It was forty five minutes of just. What's the same thing with slow. yoga too? Where it's yeah, you know, it's very, yoga. it's very it's slow and controlled because it's a, it's all about body control and yeah. And, and but I tell you what, but and specifically perfecting. The motion, like that's what it's really about. That's That's why you're exactly sure that it's perfect. That's exactly it. But I tell you what, I took that class on a Saturday. By Sunday, I couldn't move. Yeah, like all of my muscles, like every muscle, hurt. Yeah, and so I look at like whoa. Yeah, and that's kind of so. We'll see where this goes. I I haven't I haven't read ahead and like what's later in days. I'm literally just going one day at a time and looking at like I have tomorrow's already printed up, so I can Mm. refer to it out out in the living room while I'm working out and stuff. Um, but that gives me the discipline to go, okay, I need to do this. And it's kind of, now I can sit there and decide like, do I want to do it in the morning before I go to work or do I want to do it after I get home? You know? Yeah. I say this, this is my personal thing is get it out of the way early. Cause at the end of the day, when you're tired, you're not going to want to do it. I, I don't disagree with that. I think I, I'm going to try doing that this next week and see how successful I am. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a slow riser in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so like I wake up, but I just don't really get out of bed. I'm, I'm usually laying there. Uh, first thing I do, like I'm firing up a podcast, listening to the news from last night or whatever. Yeah. Right. That's what we do. That's fine. Um, like we're up at I, six and I think we're but, doing that till like six thirty. hopping on my laptop and I'm yeah checking stuff. Like I don't check email till last, but you know, it's kind of, mm-hmm. but I get up at like five thirty to leave at seven. So mm-hmm. need mm-hmm. to be better about using my time effectively. I think in the mornings. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be you'll probably get more done in the morning if i mm-hmm. if I did that, but mm-hmm. anyway, um something else I've been watching is watching something new this week in the midst of all the movie watching and stuff. uh I thought this was kind of cool it's uh it is a documentary series is on it? Amazon it's brand new what is it um it's called this giant beast that is the global economy uh-huh. uh, this was it was created it's executive produced by Adam McKay. Uh, who did the big short and he like, he co-produces with Will Ferrell and they like he co-founded funny or die. And, Mm. and it's hosted by Cal Penn from Howard and Kumar go to white castle for those who know that one. Um, And it's a different look at, it's a look at different aspects of what basically the the entire like global economy and the impact that certain things have. 
mm. on on the economy. Like the very first one is about money money laundering, which is that was actually kind of cool to learn some of that. Mm. Um, episode number three was the one that really stuck out to me, which is what they call the rubber episode, and it's all about the fact that natural rubber, like we're running out of natural rubber and that's what truck tires are built out of. That's what like oh. tires on aircraft are built out of. Oh yeah. 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 Um, things like that. Like it's, and they, because they have to be like natural rubber is actually more resilient than the synthetic stuff that's on car, like regular cars. Yeah. Um, and so like they're running out because of blight and over farming, like a number of different things. Um, so it was kind of, interesting to see like what that kind of um was looking at hmm. there's a lot of i mean and there are some jokes in there aside because those guys have dirty minds and so of I mean, course episode two about rich about people being rich or whatever and psychopathy is basically an excuse to see how many times they could use the word dick I mean, how many dick jokes they could make in one episode. So it was, uh, um, it was actually really good, but it was still really educational. So I haven't watched the whole, I'm, I still have a couple episodes left and it's only eight episodes, um, like eight hour long episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's, but it's really interesting for sure. And I really like it. So it's, um, if I could figure out how to rate stuff on, on here on Amazon. If I can figure out how Amazon would actually let me rate stuff, I would be rating this very well. Like I don't need to write a review. I just literally want to rate it. Why can't I rate it? That's nice. Um, I actually don't know how to leave a review anymore. It's like they make it impossible sometimes. Mm. But um, so I've been watching that and I was like, yeah, that's really, I just sort of stumbled across it a couple weeks ago and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I should probably watch this now. Um, but it just, yeah, because it just came out this past month, like in, at the end of February. So mm. nice, quite good. I like documentaries right. like that. Well, you I know, figured you would. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Well, that's the thing, and they use humor and they use a lot of that stuff. And a lot of the shows that I watch, like that, like last week tonight with John Oliver on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I mean, I don't have HBO right now, so I haven't been able to watch. But on Netflix, they have Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. Mm-hmm. that's a very similar thing. It's a half hour show as opposed to an hour. It's, it's only a half hour show. They, they go into really in depth on one yeah. topic every week. And right. it's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, I really, I really like that show too. Um, I mean, I was a big fan of the daily show for a long time also. So it's kind of right. political satire really helps illustrate some of those issues. Sometimes mm-hmm. mm-hmm. humor is a good way to make the medicine go down. Man, that's the best defense that I have is humor, especially when, you know, stuff isn't going well or whatever, I, you know, or tension. Humor busts up everything. Sure. And that's my superpower. Using my humor. Wee. Wee. I had some other stuff. I may watch some more documentaries. Um Try to get some more in. I, I may just set aside a whole month and go, I'm just going to watch documentaries for a month and see what happens. Why not? Uh, I like a good documentary. Well, it's a, it's a challenge. Uh, I want to make sure I have enough mm-hmm. to line up like effective. I mean, they could be bad too. I don't know. That's, I think I, unlike a regular, like a bad fiction film, a bad documentary is really hard to sit through. And that's like mm-hmm. rule number one of this challenge is whatever I watch, I have to watch the entire thing. Wow, these rules. So, but uh, there have only been there have only been two that have been really horrible. <laughs> so, um, so you know what? Which, that's which two were those. Uh, well, there was. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before. Sorceress that I watched way back in January. Not way back, but I watched back in January, uh, late January. That was that was from 1982. It's one of the sword and sandal epics. Oh yeah. Um, the stars were a pair of Playboy twins. Basically, so it was mostly an excuse for them to be naked for part of the movie, you know, for half the movie. Um, and then the other one, what I think was, well, Starship actually wasn't bad. Well, it was, but not for that reason. Uh, Transmorphers. Oh, yeah, that was that's one of the Asylum, like a mockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was, yeah, it was just God awful. <laughs> right. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't figure it out at all. Like it was just awful. 
Yeah, um, did you say the last Starfighter? What did you say? No, Star. There was one called Starship. The last. Watched, there was an Australian sci-fi movie from oh, like I 1984. See. It's um, there was an MST episode that was somewhere called Alien from LA. That's the one with Kathy Ireland in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was done a lot of similar. Some of the same actors are actually in both movies. Uh, but a lot of that was shot in Australia as well. And it, it it's not, you know, the interesting is the plot is interesting. The execution was bad because it was low budget. Oh, I see. For Starship. The execution was bad because it was low. And this yeah. is one of those ones I found on YouTube back when we were talking about those last, uh, last year. Right. Um, it, uh, like I, I put it this way. Like it's the, the story is interesting enough that if they rewrote the script, they could make it today with a modern budget and actual good effects and, and like make it halfway decent. Um, I swear we're talking about the last Starfighter here. No. Well, you could, Hor- you could, horrible you movie. could remake that. They've talked it. They've actually talked about remaking that or making a sequel. It's just, they won't, they, they can't get permission to do it. So I, I don't think there's enough of, cause it's a cult hit kind of basically like it did okay at the box office. It just didn't do enough because if they, if it had done enough to be successful, they would have made a sequel or something um, even at the time. So you now, no, no more comments. I know what you mean. No, no, <laughs> you, just, you just, you just sit there in your wrongness and be wrong and like it. Anyway, uh, the second movie that he didn't like was the last Starfighter. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> No, it was Transmorphers, which is the mockbuster of Transformers because it was released that same year uh, Mm. to make you think you're watching Transformers and you're not. Um, I promised myself I'd try to watch the sequel to that too, and I actually don't know why I would, but Mm -mm. I'm I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. So we got to kick up our unnecessary sequel thing again. That's true. We haven't uh, we we haven't haven't done that in a while. Maybe we should watch Transmorphers Fall of Man. Uh, wait, well, no, technically that's not a sequel. It's a prequel. So that, mm. um, so we couldn't do that. Ooh, I have one. I think maybe. Oh, yeah. And it's recent, too. It's, it's it. Uh, it is. Let me. I want to. Cloudy I, with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Uh, have you seen that? I have seen that. See, then that doesn't work. Remember, it has to be something neither of us has seen. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, it is Kickboxer Retaliation. <laughs> I have not seen that. Did I see the first one? Is that the first one was with Cla- uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? No. And, well, yes. The first one actually had been, it's actually a reboot of that franchise. Okay. With him, but he's in it again, but not as the hero. He's actually like the, now he's in like the teacher role. Okay. Of the hero, I watched the first one last night for the for the movie challenge. Um, it was it wasn't ba- you know given what it is, it's not it, it doesn't have a high bar to go over for mm. quality. Um, mm. Dave Bautista was the villain, and he was actually mm. good okay. as as the villain. Like his menace, you know. I mean, Dave Bautista is built like you know a brick house. Yeah. So, um, but he actually gives it some menace, and he's very calm in his demeanor and it, like it, he actually does a good job playing the villain and van damme was okay as the teacher it's it's yeah like i said it's not a lot of not a lot of substance to these movies because it's mm-hmm. it's basically this one's basically a retread of the original one from 89 the van damme one from 89 yeah um yeah, but apparently they have a second one they have a third one coming out either later this year or next year so Oh, well, I'm like, okay, it was good enough, I guess, to them to be like, yeah, sure. But that, but like kickboxer retaliations on Netflix, like it's in my queue to, to watch mm. at some point. I even mentioned that in, in posting my review last night. I was like, I may have to watch that at some point. It should be interesting. I don't know why, okay. but you know, they, they shoot them all in Thailand because it's all Thai because all Muay Thai based. Yeah, Thai, Muay Thai. Uh, the interesting thing was with the remake with with Vengeance with Kickboxer last night, Van Damme wasn't actually originally supposed to be in the movie. Mm. Uh, he stepped in because um, Tony Jaa, who is a basically a Thai action film star who does specifically kickboxing, so Ong Bak and The Protector, and the, like there's a whole series of films that he's been in, and he's fantastic. Mm. 
as a fighter, he was supposed to be in that teacher role, but then scheduling conflict forced him to drop out. Oh. Then they got Van Damme to step in as the, as the teacher. I'm like, interesting. I wonder how different the movie would have been mm. had Van Damme not been in it. <laughs> Cause I'm like, mm. maybe he should be in it. Like another one that's in my kids, a remake is uh, death wish. Oh yeah. But this is the remake with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, that came out last year. Um, didn't do so bad, I think. But Bruce Willis has been never, you know, what? a lot of these weird, like the, uh, video movies. I never this is Death Wish. That's like a Charles Bronson. Yeah, uh, that was that was the one that really kind of sprung him in, made him like an action star in the seventies. Right. I never um, got into Charles Bronson. I, I, I watched it, one film. I couldn't even tell you what it was about. I just I just wasn't interested in it. <laughs> Well, that's fair. You know, and I don't know. I just, I couldn't get into it. Death Wish was, well, you know, it, Death Wish is, the original Death Wish is interesting because that's actually Jeff Goldblum's first feature role. Is it? Yeah. He actually plays one of the hooligans that rapes and murders his kids. <laughs> like, oh, God. He plays one of the little, one of the, the gang of hooligans. And mm. it's so weird to see him because it's like 1974. And, right. But yeah, that was his first feature film role was in Death Wish. Mm. Mm. Um, it's basically this guy in the original Bronson plays like an architect and he has a his wife and daughter are at home and they, they break into the apartment while he's at work or whatever and murder the mom. And I think the daughter actually survives that one. And then she, I think she dies in the second one or something. It's weird. There's like a whole series of them. They did five of those movies, five or six of them over the, over the course of like 10 or 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think death wish, two or no it was three that had marina certis from next generation that was like her first film role Mm. as well um it always involved basically guns like the idea is like him as an architect like he's a really peaceful guy whatever but then after his wife and daughter are murdered like he can't get justice for them so he decides to become basically become a vigilante and take take law into his own hands there was a version that jodie foster did called the brave ones Mm. It came out a few years, like five or six. Uh, oh yeah, a while ago. I I've seen that. That was actually it. It's the same story. It's just a, mm-hmm. a slightly different take. Um, I actually liked it. Like that version was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the I don't know what the because this one, the Bruce Willis one, is a straight up remake of that movie. So I don't know right. what's going to happen. With that. Right. Uh, yeah. So um, I know that's in my queue. There's some interesting ones where I'm like, okay. Weird, mm-hmm. but uh, mm. yeah, mm. well, 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 well. Yeah, I never got into Charles Bronson. I was more of a Clint Eastwood, uh, Dirty Harry. Sure, back then, sure. It was Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, or Bronson. I, I um, well, I watched. Um, that's the thing. Like, I watched. Uh, that was back in January, early on in the challenge. I watched Hang 'Em High. Oh yeah. Because we talked about, because I actually watched it right after we recorded an episode. I watched it that day, um, and then uh, I didn't get into that. I didn't think that was terribly good. Hmm. Not his fault. I well, partially his fault because that was one of his first movies where he was producing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was shot like a TV series almost. Yeah, but the yeah. the guy who wrote it um, was Leonard Freeman, who later created Hawaii Five O and right. <laughs> had worked on 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 Gunsmoke, I think, or so had worked with Clint Eastwood on a number of things before yeah. and it had come from TV. So it was written like TV and shot like TV. And, mm. and so it was kind of weird. Uh, it just wasn't, I didn't feel super effective. Like some of the, obviously it's not on the level of the Sergio Leone movies and, mm-hmm. um, and even Clint Eastwood's later stuff when he started directing and, um, and some of the, like outlaw Josie Wales or, you know, some of the other uh, ones that he had done. Right, he's a fantastic well. director. Have you seen? Um, yes, he have is. Seen the, have you seen the Mule? Not, I don't think he directed that one. But did you see? Yes, the he Mule? did. He directs all he his did. own movies. Yeah, anything oh, okay. he's directing anymore, he does not. He doesn't really appear in other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not. Uh, I have not seen the Mule yet. I have not seen it. Either. I, I do want to see it at some point. It actually looks really interesting, and it was actually mm-hmm. shot not far from here in Georgia. So, no, how about that? Um, yeah, well, there was a number of days where I, di- I didn't get a chance to get in on, uh, they were looking for extras mm. on a number of points for the movie and stuff. Um, mm. but yeah, he basically, anything that he's in anymore, he directs mm-hmm. cause that's just who he is now. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I mean, he directs stuff that he's not in too, obviously like Sully and 
right uh the the one the american sniper you know oh yeah that was a good one um i mean he's done and he's directed and that's the thing some of the stuff he's been in that he has there some of the stuff he's directed he hasn't been in is also good um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i thought changeling was wasn't wasn't was pretty good mm-hmm. it was a little it was a little flat but not in a bad way like it kind of felt like it needed to be that way yeah um the way they shot it jay edgar was was interesting um didn't do that one either he even directed like space cowboys but he was in that of course uh, but he directed yeah basically everything everything since uh i'm trying to remember where the earliest would have been going back to yeah wow going back to like play misty for like when he started directing pretty much oh like he really only appears in stuff that he has directed for the most yeah. part i think there's yeah yeah, I like I look at the list and I don't think there's one on here that he uh no, I stand credit like Pink Cadillac I think looks like it was one of the last ones that he actually mm. didn't direct that he was in. Right. Um otherwise, yeah, he's pretty much all over that. Yep. Uh Captain Marvel came out this week speaking of movies. It's true. That is very true. Have you seen and? it? And No. I okay. I haven't yet either. I have not seen it. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to see it. I'm trying to check in my budget. Try and see if I can set aside the money to go see it this weekend because yeah. I really want to see it this weekend. Uh, I read something online yesterday about. Uh, and yesterday about, was also International Women's Day, which is probably was not an accident. Yeah, uh, I yep. suspect. I suspect it was not an accident. They released Captain Marvel on International Women's Day. Right. Um. um uh, most of my friends on Facebook who have seen it have loved it. Yeah, I mean uh, it's one, still holding strong at seventy nine. More than Wonder Woman, which was saying something because she loved Wonder Woman a lot. So yeah, uh, um, it got a set. It's it's still holding strong at a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, uh, which is great. That's good. Um, yeah. but I read something last night that said that it wasn't doing so well. Like people weren't liking it. But I'm well, I think what it is true. is for most people, some of it was some of it was it may have been there. There are two things that I've from the people I've read who wrote stuff about it on Facebook, non spoilery stuff. Yeah, right. Was basically that it wasn't really marketed right, mm. and the plot is really oh. formulaic. But of course, oh, wait. it would be because it's a, it's a Hold Marvel on. movie. Like, there's nothing. Yep. I, I think stand part corrected. Of the, I yeah. stand corrected here. Uh the tomato meter for critics was seventy nine percent. The right. audience score gave it a thirty six percent. That's what they're well that's that's tricky because there's a big variance there. Well, Usually I, these I, are pretty close. I would take the audience score with a grain of salt because mm. a lot of that is pre review, like people who are posting negative reviews before they've ever seen the movie. Yeah. And stuff because they because it's because it's a woman led franchise or like you know the incels are like no 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 you know just it's automatically bad. I think what it is though, mostly people I know who like they still liked it. Like the plot felt a little flat. It was mostly the performances that really sold it for them. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm curious enough to see it. You know, obviously I'm going to go see it. I'm just like, and I will see it in the theater because I think it deserves support. Yeah. Um. I actually thought about like, should we do a Captain Marvel episode this week? And I'm like, no, nah, I think the odds are we're not going to be able to go in and see it in time. Oh, this um, guy. I'm just but, reading uh, some of the reviews. Mm. Yeah. Uh, some of the critic reviews too. Oh, these yeah. are all audience reviews. Oh no. Oh, by the way. Well, yeah, I think the thing is that it's, mm. I, I think it's just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stress about it that much. That's I'm not thing. either. I don't, I just, that was something that came up. In my I head don't head. like to get into Captain reviews Marvel. until I've at least seen the movie. Yeah. Right. Um, because I don't want to be colored. I don't want it to be tempered. So if I come out loving the movie, like, I'd rather come out loving the movie. Like there's stuff I'd read about uh, Aquaman. I still enjoyed seeing Aquaman, but I waited a couple months before I actually ended up having time to go see it. So mm. um I had already heard and read a number of reviews and things. So I think it just, you know, it could still kind of color your right. view of a view of a, pic, a picture. So I tend not to, I rarely go on rotten tomatoes anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, but I usually try not to read reviews. It's right. a good habit as an actor. It's a good habit to get into. Right. Uh, especially for your own work. <laughs> to right. not, not as, be, a, as a, as uh, a content creator, stay out of yes. the reviews. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Because it's, and that's a good that's a good rule in ge- that's a good rule in general because you know opinions are like mm, holes. Everybody's got yeah. one. 
Yeah. Um, so, and everybody's got one and half the time they don't matter <laughs> to you. <laughs> like they're not your business. So, Oh, right. Um, but everybody feel oh, then everybody's got one. And they feel like they have to stick it all up in your business. <laughs> oh boy. No, it's true yeah. though. If you think about it, cause it's like, Oh, you're going to get right. my opinion on this. Right. You know, uh, it's like, no, I didn't ask for it. No, you're going to get my opinion. I'm like, no, why, why should I, <laughs> if I ask for it, that's fine. My opinion out of my face. <laughs> if, if I ask for it, that means I may value it in some way. Uh, otherwise, or I was just trying to be polite. Well, that's like you're, well, that's the thing. Well, no, because I mean, it's good to ask questions and be like, what did you think of this to get their take on something? But you still have to a, a take it with a grain of salt, but B be prepared to be like, okay. So, you know, but otherwise until you ask their opinion has no value to you right? as a person, like it, it, right. it doesn't matter at all until you give it attention. Right. Um, such as life, man. Yeah. I mean, I still struggle with that sometimes because I, the other, the flip side of that with being an actor is you want, you, you want people to like it because you want to keep working. Right. You know, you want, you want people's approval. Uh, <laughs> you ever wonder why so many actors end up in therapy? Like, Oh my God, this is the most maddening profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be, you have to be completely invulnerable and yet still be completely vulnerable to people at the same time. What a balancing act. Oh God. Yeah. It's, you have to want, you have to, you have to want their, you have to not want their approval, but they have, you have to have their approval yeah. in order to be a successful because otherwise they're not going to give you money to do the work you do. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, it's insanity. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward. I kind of want to, yeah, I do want to go see it. And the, and the fact that my friends on Facebook, at least, have liked it and they've been specific as to why they like it lead it. Cause they're people whose opinions I value. Of course. Uh, so that gives lends credence to be like, okay, good. I feel better about wanting to go see this movie. Yeah. This weekend, as opposed to waiting, like I can sit there and right. go, okay, I think I can afford to go Yeah. and pay $15. Oh God. It's so expensive to go to the I movies know, anymore. So expensive man. But so I may bump whatever. I mean, I didn't have a movie planned for tomorrow for the movie challenge, but I may bump that and go see Captain Marvel instead. There you go. Um, so I can write a non-spoilery review of that. Most of my reviews are pretty non-spoilery for all of these movies. Cause I, yep. I like, I, my, my goal is basically to get you interested up to maybe consider watching it at some point. Well, we could always do a Captain Marvel thing next week. You want, um, I mean, we could talk about, I don't know that I, I look at it this way. I'm, I'm hesitant to do a full episode devoted to it because I don't know. I mean, it's the same problem we have with Wonder Woman, where it's like, I don't know if we're really the most qualified people to be talking about that. Like, we could, I, I'm, I'm okay to talk about it for a little bit, just because you know we went to the movie. Like, what's the experience? Right. I did this. Yeah. Um. Plus, I want to. I, I got to leave a round in the chamber for Infinity War, which is coming out in like six weeks. So mm-hmm. we gotta right. We gotta plan for that. So right. <laughs> that's gonna. That's that. Or not Infinity War, Endgame. That's what they're calling it now, Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Right. Um, so that's going to be the big one, I got, which reminds me I need to get in touch with other Bryans to see about getting them on the episode. That's right. Uh, so let's see. What else? Uh, I'm fine, by the way. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. We hadn't had a chance to get to that. I'm trying. <laughs> No, I'll just, just tease me. This is the problem. You you tell me all your tell me all your woes off camera, and then we get on there like I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like okay, I don't, I don't care. We heard I heard it all already. Heard it, <laughs> you, you told me already. This is why I don't me. say anything before we start rolling. So I can actually just spill my guts. Um, but no, how was your week? Okay, I know you had said this morning Bart was having some issues and. Oh yeah, we had some excitement this morning. Yeah. Uh, our BART system uh, in the Bay Area—that's the Bay Area Rapid Transit. It's the light rail system in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, it, 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 well, in the Bay Area. The, so well, yeah, it's it's East, e- East yeah. Bay. You know, uh, it goes into a little bit of the South Bay. Uh, yeah, they they did some maintenance last night, and this morning they couldn't start any of the trains. Uh, it turned out to be some computer something or other. I'm sure we'll get the full report later. Um, but basically we had 
we had commute hell on a Saturday. The robot apocalypse people. is beginning. Skynet's taking over quietly. Well, it was very interesting First is the to listen. System, next, the world. Dare I say it? <laughs> uh, the but it was interesting to listen to the traffic reports because usually Saturday there's nothing, there's no traffic, there's no nothing. Today it was like they, today it was like a weekday. I was like, what day is it? I woke up. I'm like, what day is it? Because <laughs> they were talking about all this backup on the Bay Bridge and all this other yeah. stuff, and like you know they were giving like full on commute reports on a Saturday, and we're like. What's happening? And then, of course, Bart, somebody, somebody did something. And the computer system that apparently starts the trains and controls them to a certain degree uh, was down, completely down. That's as, I'm sorry for the vagueness, but that's all we got. That's People fair. were mad. People were yeah. mad. I was looking on Twitter, hashtag Bart and hashtag Bart fail. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's Whoa. the thing. Like people are so prone to rage about that stuff. Mm. And I, I wonder sometimes, cause especially like the last, like, I mean, certainly the last couple of years, uh, not saying that's tied to anything, you know, but still, um, but even before that, like the last like five to five to 10 years, like it's become, and I, I can't blame it all. And I, I have to blame, especially given the timing of it, it's certainly the rise of social media. Mm. Like having social media has made it easy and quick to vent your rage. Mm, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and, and without taking a reasoned approach to be like, and, and so the people with reasoned approaches are getting drowned out by the, right. and this is why the internet had become this, this endless deep whirlpool of toxicity. Right. We're getting everybody's initial thoughts. Yeah. As soon as they have a thought, they're like, I'm going to put this on Twitter. Basically getting your toxic hot take in, in soundbite length anonymously. It just, and the fact is that, and then, and then it's lent credence by media outlets picking this stuff up like this week. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Well, over the weekend and you know, Monday, uh, Luke Perry from 90210 passed away. I know. Sad. And And alarming. Yeah. Well, 52. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like a a stroke, it can happen. It's just, it wasn't, it's, it's an odd thing, but yeah, I mean, it can still happen to people. It's just gotta be some, you you can't always control. No, you do what you can to mitigate the chances of it, but you never know. Right. What's going to happen. Also, um, this was a little more long time coming, but Jan Michael Vincent passed away the other day. From Airwolf and yeah, yeah, a bunch of movies in the seventies and eighties and stuff yeah. I'd seen, and a, actually a decent actor, but he got into alcohol and substance abuse and kind of wrecked yeah. his career and yeah, uh, a number of automobile accidents and things that just didn't end well for him. And mm. uh, unfortunately, yeah, he finally passed away the other day. And um, but I think about it, and the reason I started thinking about this, I mean, David's video again sparks a lot of these thoughts. Yes, right. But then, but then, oddly enough, um, the kickboxer movie I watched last night, one of the actors in it, like I was looking it up, and apparently he has he passed away. He passed away before this movie was released. What really? Yeah, he plays uh, he plays the brother of the hero who's the guy who, who dies. So he's not in the movie for very long. Oh, but he was. In, I've seen him in some other stuff too, and yeah. I was like, wait, he's dead. What? Yeah. What? Um, yeah. And apparently he died of a heart attack. Oh, like super fit guy. Like, his, yeah. you know, physical martial artist and yeah. Well fit guy. Yeah. Died of a heart attack. It, and he was younger than we are. So, I mean, you just, yeah, that's the thing. I think you can take steps and it's good to take steps to mitigate your chances of these things happening to you. And yet, the randomness of existence tells me these things will still happen. Right. Um, so like outwardly physical fitness does not necessarily dictate your length of life. Well, I mean, look at Bruce Lee, right? Like Bruce Lee died in his thirties. Yes. And he was probably the most fit person you would ever meet. Right. Well, and that's, a, and that's the thing is it's yeah. Well, and here's the thing is ultimately it's, well, and he may have worked himself too hard because he basically had essentially an aneurysm. They don't really talk about it, but that's pretty yeah, much what right. happened. Yeah. Um, 
but that's the thing the, your 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 body's like uh, your body's a machine like a car mm-hmm. parts are going to break down it's going to happen yeah. you try to treat it as well as you can but those things only have a certain serviceable life right and medical technology can only do so much much like car repair can only do so much to repair or replace those parts before it's at some point you just the the car's done right you know um so it's it's tricky to yeah. think, you know, and that's the thing. So people are just built. Di- I mean, people are just built differently from each other. So we can sit there and, yeah. and, and do mass numbers and statistics to kind of look at what is the average of this and like, well, that's great. But the problem is it's made up of millions of data points mm-hmm. that are outside that average. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you never know. Like there's, there's always going to be a bunch of people right. that are going to be gone right. too soon or, Right. Uh, that kind of thing, you know. Right. You just can't, you just can't control it. The world's right. death, man. It's all about no, death. Man. I mean, but if you want to, you know, kind of lower the odds of yeah. early, you know, your early fate, uh, what, what do you do? You eat right. You exercise moderately. You sleep well, you know, and try to, try to eliminate stress in your life. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that um, I'm actually going to put the link to David's video in the show notes because I think it was I was important. just thinking that. That's a good video. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's really very personal, good. but it's yeah. yeah. But it's well, public. It's, yeah. He put it out there. He put it out there for this reason. So people That's that's how I look at it. Like it's yeah. it's out there. It's cuz yeah. what and it was things that I didn't know about him. Exactly. Like he talked about yeah, I mean he talked about when he was diagnosed with uh, with uh, diabetes. And, but the fact was like that weight and stuff, like he lost like a hundred. I'm like, really? Yeah. I oh, did yeah. not know that about him. I'm like, wow, that's fascinating. Cause I, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it does get me thinking about this. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a vegetarian by choice. I'm not a good vegetarian mm-hmm. uh, necessarily. Cause I still eat not well. Like I could, I could do a lot better in my food choices and I still strive. Yeah. To, I have periods where I, get on a surge and be like, okay. Um, exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about it more and and it does help to kind of take those steps and be like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to focus on these things instead. Yeah. 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 At least try to. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, it's a nice little reminder and I'm thankful that he, he had the courage to share that. Yeah, no. And I, everybody, you know, I certainly appreciated that for sure. And, Right. Um, well, David's all about being very helpful, you know, even if it means that he has to share something very personal about himself. That's well, that how, part was interesting because I, it wasn't, I'm, I'm curious as to what he actually had planned for that day that he ended up, maybe he did that the next day. Cause I know he's been on a kick with professional stuff as well. That sure. was, you know, that's important. Right. But, uh, I didn't know about the because um, we used to listen to a show all the time. Mm. It's coast to coast, uh, David, whatever it was called. Um, sure, online tonight. What was it called? I think it was called online. Tonight. I don't know. I never actually watched. I never. I never um, heard of it. I only knew him from teaching voiceover. Like that's the way I met. Yeah, him. Uh, I did not know that he passed out at his console. I didn't know that. Like yeah. he was online with a caller, and you know, angry Dan or angry Dave or whatever the guy's name was. Yeah. And uh Angry Danny, I think is what it was called. And he passed out. He passed out at the console and uh got rushed to, you know, emergency services somewhere, not an ER, but somewhere. Well let him tell the story. Go watch yeah, the I video. Know. I'm, just, I'm just saying I did that that I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know okay. about that part. Yeah. 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 I didn't well, that, know. Well that yeah, that, that why well, I, I certainly didn't either, obviously, because I didn't know any of that. That was interesting. Yeah. Um it's worth yeah, it's worth checking out, folks. Kind of be like, oh, okay. Um, well, it's a nice little reminder that we all, that we all stop paying attention at some point, you know, like you get very comfortable in your routine. You don't think anything's wrong. Well, and you have a bunch of other things that you're, and that's the thing is you you have a bunch of things, other things that you're thinking about that, that you give priority to like work and Mm -hmm. family and outside stresses and things like, like we, as human beings, we tend to, it's weird because we're we're weirdly selfish creatures, but at the same time, 
we think, at least when it comes to our bodies, we don't think about ourselves. That's the only period in which we don't like we're mostly very or by and large as a, on a psychological basis, we're by and large like selfish animals. Yeah. Um, and I mean, animals purely in the biological sense, not, you know, keep <laughs> the change. You filthy animals. Um, <laughs> not like we're bad people. And that's the thing. No. Like some level of selfishness is not inherently evil. It's just what right. it is. Like we've made, you know, we've made judgments that like selfishness is bad and mm-hmm. things like that. And that all just depends on your own personal morality mm-hmm. um, as to how selfish you can be and how, how much you want to, you know, but it's, it's still, it fits that same thing of, you know, when the oxygen masks pop down in the plane, put your own freaking mask on first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, or when you're dealing with budgeting, pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a nice idea unless, you know, it's the difference. I pay myself by paying my landlord so I can keep a roof over my head. So yeah, there you go. I'd like to save that money, but I also need to save myself from being on the street. So, yep. or in your car. There's certain. Well, you know, you can you can live in your car. You can't drive your house. So right, that's right. Uh, you know, so yeah, that is a priority sometimes. But you know, you have to kind of figure out. And I mean, I lived without a car for seven years so i mean it can be done in major cities i lived without a car so it can oh be yeah done. oh yeah i had a um, friend that lived in new york didn't have a car for i don't know 50 well it's new york years. i mean you, you, new right. york is far more it's it was kind of built that way at this point like it wasn't really built for cars no. and it's far more pedestrian centered than that's right most of them. Yeah, but he, i mean i got around in la for like four years without a car right yeah he bought uh, his first it, car when he moved to the suburbs and in phoenix where it gets blisteringly hot if you're outside for more than five minutes. Uh, I'd spend, uh, you know, two hours a day commuting back and forth from work. Eesh. Almost three, actually, depending on the commute. There was, when I lived with, um, when I lived with my sister, we lived way out in the boonies. I had to, when I started working at Logisticare, I had to get a ride. It was, it was about eight or nine miles to the mall where I picked up the end of the bus routes so I could take the bus to work. All right. So it was basically about an hour and a half each way for me <laughs> to oh. to get to work and back. Yeah, it was crazy. No, thank you. No, thank um, you. I mean, I got a lot of stuff done in that time. It was great. Uh, that's the thing. Like riding public transit does did allow me to get other work done. Like I was editing audiobooks while I was on the bus. Yeah. yeah. I'd, pull, I'd have my laptop and I'd be like editing, trying to edit effectively. Um, it was a little slower than if I was just sitting at my desk, but you know, I could still get some stuff done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in that time yeah speaking of time yes is it that time i think it is just about it feels like we're kind of at that it feels right at the, it does feel right around to the end of our time we may be a little over i'm not sure but um i think it seems like a good place to end it this week yeah. uh, as we head into daylight savings time next week will be the day after the ides of march here's hoping we survive it that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Brian Trust. You can get this and all of our episodes on our website at briantrustpodcast.com. That is Brian with an I, correctly. Uh, uh, you can you can listen to it. You can download it there. You can subscribe to our RSS feed or in Apple Podcasts or wherever you, you know, to catch your podcasts around uh wherever you do if they give you the opportunity feel free to rate and review the show because ratings and reviews are how shows like ours get discovered by other people and new listeners and uh we'd certainly like to double our audience from two to you know three ish uh, <laughs> uh if you want to give us feedback you can certainly do so directly um you can email us our email address is brian trust podcast at gmail.com you can also reach us on social media uh the, we have a Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com slash the Brian trust. We're also available on Twitter. Uh, the show is at the Brian trust. Uh, individually. I am at actor geek. I am at B Selkie. And that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, so until next time. Dude, I got a joke for you. I got a joke for you this week. All right. Okay. So, you know, the answer to this one, uh, why was six afraid of seven? Uh, because he was a cannibal. Well, with, <laughs> you know the answer then. Of course I do. I expect okay. it because he's a cannibal. Yeah, yeah.
Well, subjectively, he was a numerical, right? A numeric cannibal, right? That's not that's not the one. But do you know why seven, eight, nine? Because he believed in eating three square meals a day. <laughs> Get it? God, it's so much hell. It's not even. 